Welcome to Homeschool Mama Self-Care. I'm Teresa Wiedrich at Capturing the Charmed Life. I'm here to help you turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. If you are a homeschool mama challenged by doubt, not sure that you can do this homeschool thing, if you are a homeschool mama challenged by overwhelm, there are just too many things to do, or you are a homeschool mama that knows she should take care of herself but hasn't considered doing it yet, then this is the podcast for you. Doubt, that five-letter word that occupies every homeschool mama's mind at some point. Those who choose the less-than-conventional educational route for their kids and family are all too familiar with the feeling of doubt. Really, though, if you have a child, you have doubts. You sign up for doubts and fears when you hold that little one in your hands for the first time. A world of fearful possibilities enters your mind when you become a parent. Doubt exists in every choice, whether we homeschool or not. Doubt comes with the homeschool territory. We feel the serious responsibility of imprinting a human, teaching her what she needs to know about morality, about people, about purpose, addressing feelings, following interests, and developing aptitudes. All this, and we're trying to just keep them alive through the toddler and teenage years. Conversations on doubt are a constant friend when chatting with new homeschool mamas, because they want the more senior of us to show them the ropes to quell their uncertainties and fears. Not following the grain of culture would naturally make anyone question themselves. You don't need to have a constant stream of questions on homeschool socialization and academics to encourage your uncertainties. Although a constant dribble of outsider worries manifested in helpful questions does assist the homeschooler in fueling doubt. Be surrounded by 99.7 out of 100 people that are doing something different from your family. At least those are the stats for the registered homeschooling families where I live last year. And even the most fearless would surely doubt themselves at some point. I once heard a homeschool mama express her uncertainty in her homeschool choice despite her child's attendance in a high school level science class at age 12, despite his gobbling up books on the Renaissance and Aristotle, despite memorizing the elements of the periodic table, despite learning to play a musical instrument that impressed a national judge. That child loves adult conversation, can engage on any conversation point and yet happily plays child-based games in his backyard. And his mama was doubting. A necessary question to clarify our thoughts. What is the source of our doubt anyway? Doubt arises in all sorts of homeschool forms. I don't know how to teach my child to read. I don't feel strong enough in my math skills to teach my kids. My kiddo's introverted. Should she be in a class of 25 to expand her horizons? I don't feel organized on the best of days. How do I plan an education? Should I trust unschooling to serve my child's academic needs? The local public school is bringing an aquarium program or a robotics program or a program that you can't afford to bring into your home or visit in another city. 
Should I choose the curriculum I have or the one everyone else is talking about? Charlotte Mason or Susan Wise Bauer? What if my child doesn't meet his peer academic levels? Oh no, I see gaps in my kid's education. Or my kiddo hates homeschool. Some of our doubts can be quelled simply by acknowledging them. Just like clouds in the sky, our feelings pass quickly if we wait patiently. Deep breathe. Take a deep breath and allow that doubt feeling to pass again. Sometimes there's nothing we can do to make the uncertainty go away. We need to accept that not knowing is part of the human experience. We cannot determine everything. We've grappled with this before. We've reasoned through this before. We've determined how we will act with this uncertainty. And now we must render that feeling again. Some doubts we address head on, researching our reasons, finding our answer, and owning our choices. There are so many ways to parent and live the family life. So many passionate declarations in books and courses and magazine articles and TED Talks and blogs. We need to own our reasons for doing what we do. You've chosen the homeschool path because you want to. So you get a practice being confident in your choice. Accept the human experience. There's no way not to doubt your choice. Doubt is a human experience. We experience doubt in all sorts of realms. Parenting perfection isn't a thing, no matter what choices we make. We weren't designed to play God for our children. We were intended to lead, to guide, to direct, to love, to nurture, and provide. But perfect parenting isn't a possibility because we aren't perfect. Do what you can with what you know, when you know how to do better, do better. Thank you, Maya Angelou. Parenting is a process that enables us to take a close look at ourselves. Our children are one of our mirrors in life that help us see ourselves more clearly. Just as we were placed specifically in our child's lives, our children were placed in our lives to teach us something too. What we see will not always be pleasant, but when we set ourselves on a path to growth, we will grow. We will never have it all figured. Then ask, why did we first make this choice to homeschool? What compelled that decision? What did we expect were the positive benefits? What were we hoping we'd gain from homeschooling? Then refine the answers. Sometimes the reason we start homeschooling isn't the reason we continue. We may have tripped into homeschooling because we saw something lacking in the conventional path or something that our children needed that we saw was missing. In the first week, we saw a transformation in our child and we didn't want to return to convention because we were simply more at ease. Perhaps we saw overall family harmony increase. No, not perfect family harmony, just more harmony. 
or we identify the interesting education we were gaining as well as our children. Or we recognize the increased time we gained in snippets throughout our, ch our child's week, both in our schedule and in our children's schedule. Or we realize that our children were more confident and secure. Or we saw the endless memories we created together that we didn't have when they were in school. Then don't doubt yourself because others doubt you. If it weren't enough that we doubt ourselves, we also take on the doubts of everyone around us. Too easy to fall into that trap in many areas of life. If we judge ourselves through the eyes of others, we will always find something to question ourselves. Be still. Most people don't actually care about your choices as much as you think they do. This has been one of the most freedom-creating practices I have instilled in my life. Don't doubt yourself because others doubt you. If it weren't enough that we doubt ourselves, we also take on the doubts of everyone around us. Too easy to fall into that trap in many areas of life. If we judge ourselves through the eyes of others, we will always find something to question ourselves. Be still. Most people don't actually care about your choices as much as you might think. This has been one of the most freedom-creating practices I have instilled in my life, my learning, to set mental boundaries with what other people think. And recognizing that there is far too much energy expended caring about what other people think. Meditate and pray. Be still. Listen to the still, small voice. Speak to the one who made you. Speak to the one who planted this particular purpose inside you. And listen to the one who is leading you still. This step right here will cement certainty beyond anything else. So get on with what you're doing. You will continuously fine-tune what you're doing the longer you're doing it. You'll also fine-tune why you're doing it. So just get on with doing it and try to focus to enjoy it. For all the efforts you put into your family, enjoy the process. Enjoy watching the moments of connection between your children and absorb the moments of connection with them. Enjoy watching your child explore new areas of life and relish in all the activities of your homeschool world. In the end, these young people have been placed in our world. Each day, we enjoy ordinary and extraordinary days. So enjoy the journey. Enjoy your path. Enjoy your kiddos. Thank you for joining me today. I'd like to hear more about who you are. So come on over to my Facebook or Instagram page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. And while you're there, you can check out the preview of my new book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Nurturing the Nurturer. All the show notes and the links will be found on my blog, www.capturingthecharmedlife.com. Until next time, I wish you and your kids a charmed week. Except when you're not having those charm days and you're having one of those days, then I hope you can turn all your challenges into your charms. <laughs>